well, here we are. It's the end of the year. It's the end of 2018. And what are we doing at the end of this year? We're reflecting. Did we accomplish anything? Did we fail? Did we love? Did we lose love? Were we depressed? <laughs> I It's safe to say 2018 was kind of a uh, downer year uh, for a lot of people. Uh, so in this episode, uh, we are going to look at the positive things from 2018. Uh, me and Charles Disney will... Uh, go through basically like a random list of the best things we liked in 2018 and then next week you can hear the worst things of 2018 and shockingly because me and Charles we are some of the most positive people in all of the Los Angeles comedy scene uh the good things episode is longer than the bad things episode who knew Anywho, uh, I should have some dates uh, coming up in the new year. January 6th, I will be at Chatterbox, so check out that show. Um, any other dates I'll be putting on my website soon. And yeah, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give it a review. That'll be helpful. So here's me and Charles Disney. Enjoy. know what time of year it is don't you i guess <laughs> christmas the, time it's the end no the end of the year fuck christmas oh that's right th- that's right this is an anti-christmas podcast good i don't care for it i don't like it either it's not my least favorite holiday but mm. it's up there do you still get gifts from your family i do oh, fuck you no. <laughs> i don't really get gifts i why, buy my own gifts why not you know, it's a long and complicated yarn involving uh, mental illness and a lot of narcissism and <laughs> neglect. <laughs> when did you stop getting gifts? Oh, well, I mean, it's not like I totally stopped. It's like they totally stopped, like, like giving a fuck, really, mm. you know? I think I'd be okay with that. I would say, I, you know, I, I haven't gotten a birthday present from my family since I turned 16. Wow. Does that make you feel bad? 
No, it actually makes me feel justified for a lot of my controversial behaviors. <laughs> and you can just point I, it to kind that of every explains time. just like the way I act and also just like what motivates me in life. You know, I feel like if I had, you know, kept getting gifts all the time and getting like spoiled or coddled, like I, I don't think I'd be self-sufficient. We, we know what those people look like. Which people? The people that have been given gifts and still are. You're not one of them? No. I mean, I don't think I'm coddled about it. I think I get nice gifts from my family that are thoughtful. That's, that's nice. What's the What's the last thing they got you on your birthday? Oh, my birthday, they don't really... Oh, okay. They put money in my account. That's about it. My mom will put... Oh, the, your, she'll be your, like, go out, go. your family has money. She'll be like, okay, well, see, that's different from my family. Dinner, <laughs> There's no money. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. Like, money for dinner. Okay. N- not like a car. Like a nice dinner. Like yeah, a, like a nice, like a steak yeah. house. Go have, go have dinner. Get yourself a nice dinner. Is what my mom said. <sighs> That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And then I order in fast food. Right. <laughs> what should I? By the way, are you going to come to my birthday this year? When is it? Or where? It's in January. I don't know where. I it came is to yet. the last one. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to make some changes. I think it's going to be uh, a dinner party. Mm. and then drinks after but only certain people are allowed to come to the dinner party uh, it's, it's a lot of work <laughs> like people like. who can behave themselves i i attended last year for 10 minutes yeah because you okay first of all that was rude because you didn't you leave before i get there i got there yeah i didn't i had to go do something i think right that's not how <laughs> no because you said it started at a certain time and then it was like an hour later and you still weren't there uh, and then i left an hour I had a schedule to keep. Because you were with... Isaac Simpson? That's right. You were with Isaac Simpson of... We all know it, folks. Not a huge fan. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Do I even need to introduce you? Uh, I don't know. Who's your listenership? (sighs) There are listeners. People that listen to my podcast that you know, there's we have some crossover fans, and yeah. I want to bring one up. I got an Ooh. email from a from a friend. This is somebody I went to college with. Wait, should I have said that, or should I have just have said it's a fan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. I edit already that. fucked up. Say it again, so you can cut out that part. Um, yeah, I did receive an email from a fan who actually acknowledged that he listens to both this podcast and not a huge fan. Wow, how yeah. did he get started? Which one? I think he started, I think he, what really intrigued him was the episode where uh, Dave of Kentucky called in to criticize me. Ah, yes. A classic. Right. And he just thought it was amazing that all three of you devoted that much time and energy to me. (laughs) I didn't devote the time. I, I, it was mainly Isaac and Dave that that spent time trashing. Well, can we read the email yeah please and we'll see what it's in response to what's happened on this podcast lately okay okay what has happened on this podcast (laughs) well we had a very controversial guest a few weeks ago what happened robbie goodwin no (laughs) he's been canceled by certain parts of the comedy community (laughs) oh i didn't know that for what um, well, there was, uh, remember when Norm Macdonald was taking some heat? Yes. Uh, so he like posted a picture. He like met Norm Macdonald during the heat taking okay. and like posted a picture of him with Norm Macdonald on, on social media. And then like a subset of like feminist comics were like, Robbie Goodwin is canceled. In, in all seriousness? Yeah. 
because he took the picture or because he posted the picture? What was well, the- I mean, both, I guess, you know, that he that he like thinks it's cool to be meeting Norm Macdonald after. What was the controversy even about? See, folks, this is I think if we have to sum up 2018 in a nutshell, wouldn't you say that part of it is a lack of collective memory? Yeah, I barely <laughs> like, do you even know what happened this year. He, he had an interview. Oh, yeah. And he said something in the interview that was that wasn't they didn't like it. Right. But Norm Macdonald... But wasn't he, like, trolling? He's always trolling. He, I don't think troll. people understand him. No, they don't. And also, I have to be frank. You know, quite honestly, I don't know... Do you know really any comics who come close to even being as remotely funny as he is? No. He's very funny. Yeah. I think people are, like... A lot of this is, like, jealousy, don't you think? Sometimes there's a desire to bring down somebody who's on high, and this is an easy way mm-hmm. to do it, I think. You want to bring down the uh, the successful for your own benefit, even though you're mediocre. I've seen your sets. I've <laughs> I've gone to... So- Look, folks, I don't want to brag. 2018, it was the year I transitioned out of... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm definitely not an open micer anymore. I'm wow. definitely like, wow. You should, have, <laughs> you should have a sound effect to play. You should, you don't have one for that? I'm not using our sound effects for you, no. Oh, you're not? No. I need to, should I start making some sound memes? It's up to you. <laughs> if you want to pay homage to the How greats. would I, you, you'll have to show me how to do it. Yeah, it's very easy. Oh, it if is. If you have a tablet, it's the easiest. But. Oh, like an iPad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can figure it out. Um, yeah, no. So, yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, what people think is comedy. And let me be honest. It's, uh, Do you have vague general examples that you'd like to provide? <laughs> How about that show we were at the other night? Ooh. <laughs> no shade. But, you know. Are you keeping the show I vague? I should have gone up there. Oh, you should have, but you didn't take your opportunity i didn't know there was an opportunity no. to go up there were some bailers some people that had spots but i mean there, there were some people booked on that show that i honestly would never book on a show <laughs> write write their names down i want to hear them oh i told i told one of them to their face that i that i would not book him on my show <laughs> we all knew who i'm talking about who audie gordon no. oh. <laughs> Except, you know, he gave me some really good uh, dating advice. Well. So I might reconsider. Maybe I'll help him, you know, with his set. What, uh, <laughs> what's your problem with Adi Gordon and his I, set? I really don't know. Like, is he, like, where does he go up? Fourth wall or some shit? <laughs> I don't keep track of Adi's schedule. You don't? I mean, Adi's in, uh, has been in the girlfriend zone. For a while. Oh, now. that's true. He's yeah. moved in with his. That's girlfriend. why a large chunk of his set is is talking about how he gained forty pounds this year, which oh. is obviously related to that, right? The yeah. relationship. Of course. Why else would you gain forty pounds if not because you moved in with someone? Uh, I don't depression. I guess depression is more like a twenty pound gain. 40, you think so? Forty pounds is like forty is a lot. Settling in for the long haul. <laughs> I never you need to be so? attractive again. So that, see, I made that mistake in my last relationship where I gained some weight, and then, uh, and then I got called out on it <laughs> by my ex, who said he wanted me to lose weight. Oh! And when we broke up, guess what? I lost 165 pounds of whining man. So 
<laughs> Plus 30 pounds wow. on, off of my own body. So was it It was around the 30, 40 pound mark? I, I feel though it's that I had gained weight. the weight due to, not because of happiness, but because of stress. No. Well. <laughs> Looking back on it. There's always, you're going to gain weight in a relationship from something. Right. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't be dating. Adi just has happy weight. And you had sad weight. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. You know, and that's fine. You know, I want people to know, folks, this is a body pause podcast. Sure. And throughout your life, you gain weight, you lose weight. You know, we fluctuate. That's, that's true. fine. Just just love yourselves. No. Back to the email. Oh, yeah. So this is for my friend, George Robert. Okay. Oh, wait. I shouldn't have said <laughs> Anyway. <clears throat> hey, Heather. It's George Robert. I'm emailing the podcast. Wow. <laughs> so I don't think Robbie Goodwin was nearly controversial enough to warrant the episode title. I'm enjoying the music bookends that you use in the podcast. Wow. Thank you. What is that song that you play? Uh, it's by... <laughs> I assume we... Should I even say because of copyright infringement? Is that a... Is that a... Not, you don't own the rights to that song? No. Oh. You better watch out. Are you on Spotify? No, the guy who made it, though, he uh, he listened to my podcast, I saw. How do you know? Because I saw it. How did you see it? Because he it was on SoundCloud, and he, oh. ha- he has a SoundCloud account. Oh. But, yeah. Why don't you just ask him if it was fine? I think it is fine, because okay. he hasn't like right. sent anything to me. <laughs> but, yeah, Louis LaRoche. It's right. called uh, Atheist Anthem. Do you oh. like that title? Yeah. It doesn't really match the sound. It doesn't? No. Do you like electronic music, though? It sounds very ethereal. <sighs> right. I like in. ethereal music. Okay. Mm. The Heatherisms episode was awesome. What a great collection of Heathers. Wow. <laughs> Did you listen to that one? I think I listened to some of it. It was me, Heather Turman, and Heather Matarazzo. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? I honestly, I was like, when we were recording it, I was like worried it wouldn't make sense because we were all really high. <laughs> Did it turned out fine? Yeah, it was fine. Also, given that the description calls it a diary podcast, I have expected it to be like a, quote, Dear Sally thing from Felicity. Did you watch Felicity? It was actually kind of great. Actually, I'd be into more (laughs) diary entry style podcast episodes. Nice listening to you, George Robert. Wow. Wow, a compliment. I like that your listeners are succinct when they write in, unlike ours, who write... Multi, well, because most of your emails. listeners are, you know, they're writing in their spare time, they're writing manifestos. That's true. <laughs> we have a lot of manifesto like writers different, in our audience. Like various forms of manifestos, like they could be like an estranged lover manifesto or sure. like, you know, something they're writing like when they're thinking about doing something. <laughs> oh, I wanted to share a review. Of a like violent a, nature. I wanted to share a review that my podcast received recently. Oh, really? Does yeah. it make mention of something? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to edit this part out. It's okay. We we can have silence. We can have moments of silence here. Do you just not edit out silence? I don't care. Is that what happens? Does it matter? Yeah, I think so. You want to make a nice... Do you uh, do that in your... Yes, we of don't course. Have, whenever I record not a huge fan, there's no silence. I cut out okay. so much trash. It's very important for podcasting to remove trash. <laughs> it's fine. Ooh. I'm hoping this is insulting to me. 
No, it has nothing to do Fuck. with you. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me? No. I just... Um, this is going to be too difficult for me to find. Oh, God. But basically, somebody recently listened and reviewed our podcast, and at the end, they said that I had a cute laugh. Oh. So, it's finally <laughs> arrived. I can fuck one of my fans. <laughs> I Now, I'm like thinking about what last. your laugh sounds like. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard it many times, yeah. right? I wouldn't describe it as cute. Okay. Well, when I make you laugh the next time naturally, I'm going to pay attention to right. it. Yeah, let me know. So, how was your 2018? Um, It was fine. <laughs> I, did, I don't really... There was no great successes other than moving. I'm, I moved and I was pretty happy about that. Getting that horrible nightmare over with. Mm. Um. Yeah, you have a nice place now. Yeah, I'm pretty... I was living in a real shithole before. I never would have people Was that over. technically Koreatown? Yes. Okay. Well, technically Wilshire Center, but... Sure. Generally Koreatown, yes. Right, yeah. Not good. And I've just been there for eight... Well, I mean, there's fine stuff in Koreatown, but I've been there for eight years. Eight just, years. Yeah. How long have you been in LA overall? Almost 13 years. Well, do you think it's worked out? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't left with my tail. What a cute laugh. <laughs> I haven't left with my tail tucked between my legs, so mm. I'd say it's been as successful. Have you, have you seen a lot of people leave? <laughs> I've seen quite a few. You know, just come and go, you know? I've seen people come for like a month and then leave. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, years ago when I was still living in uh, in Colorado, I, yeah, I guess this was uh, right after college when I moved back to Colorado Springs, mm -hmm. and a few of my friends were like, you know... You'll be back. I was <laughs> just like, I don't think so. That's supportive. It, well, it's because they had, we had known some people who had come out to LA and who had just like come back like after, you know, failing, I guess. And, you know, being in like utter poverty. It's hard. You have to come out here with some type of plan. I don't, uh, I didn't come out here with any plan, clearly. But you have to have a way to like support yourself Correct. somehow. Yeah, you have to I have, think that's the biggest part of it. You have to have a way to get enough money to live in LA and, and make it work. Right. And I don't think a lot of people expect that. I think that it's probably easier to live in a lot of outside cities and sure. not have to make like a decent income. But here it's, you really have to have your shit together uh, financially. Right. I We had, I hope, he never listens to this and gets insulted, but one of my favorite... Do you remember the Plaza open mic? That I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. We, we had a young man from Alaska. He was a comedian oh, from a small town did in I Alaska. I oh, wait, so. I might have... No. And maybe he came and he showed up one night and he was on the list and I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, I just came from Alaska. And I was like, oh, great. And... He Plaza was hard. It was not an easy mic to do well at. So it was, I did well. Sure. <laughs> There's exceptions always. So after he bombed at Plaza, mm -hmm. he was like, every mic I've been to in LA, I've bombed. I'm like... Wait, had he been doing stand-up in Alaska? Yes. Oh, okay. He'd been doing stand-up in Alaska and I'm sure was killing it in Alaska. Well, was his material like for fishermen and like oil rig workers? No, it just wasn't... <laughs> It just wasn't very shaped. It was one of those, you could tell it was a situation where he just kind of Sure, was, but there's probably, there's so little access to exactly. comedy there yeah. you just have people to, don't know. You just have to be on stage and be like, blah, and, and say <laughs> a few outrageous things right. and people are like, wow. Yeah, exactly. Bill Hicks of Alaska is here. <laughs> so yeah, I think 
he had made this. He's like, yeah, I'm moving to L.A. and mm-hmm. I'm gonna. But then he was gone a month later because I we made. I, Do you remember his name? I'll show you on Facebook. Oh, so he is on Facebook. Yeah, he's. I Facebook. He's still doing stand up in Alaska. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he'll be back. Hey, I, some more of power these to people. Him. Some of these people they leave and they come back. Yeah, that's fine. You know, they just can't stay away from this cruel, cruel city. It is cruel. Yeah. I don't feel like I achieved anything this year. No. It's a very low achievement year. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. I think for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it was pretty flat. Some of my enemies moved ahead, but, oh, well. you know, what can I say? It happens. Uh, there were no failures. I don't feel like I really crashed and burned in this year. It was just very blah. No, there. well, there were some periods where I felt like my life was in shambles, but I was exaggerating, mm. you know. Why were they in shambles? Oh, you know, when sometimes... When you were crying in your car? <laughs> is that when it was happening? Was I doing a lot of car crying yes, this year? Yes, there was a lot of car crying status <laughs> updates. Oh, yeah. I had a good... I th- I'd say I had a good year on Facebook with <laughs> my statuses. I think I made a, some good headway with those. Yeah. I think people love my statuses. Sure. Actually, the other night I was at a party, and let me give a shout out to a comic. Do you know Mark Hurtado? Yes. Oh, he. Uh, I met him at a party on Saturday, and he said, you're one of my favorite comics on Facebook. I was like, yeah, that's right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. High praise from Mark. Yeah. I I wasn't, uh, I had never met him before, and I was surprised at his uh, appearance. Why? You know. What does that mean? He's good looking. Oh. Mark, I think you're good looking. <laughs> Is that wrong? Can I hit on people from my podcast? No, what, why else? Why else have one? You know, who knows? Who's to say? Is there somebody you want to hit on right now? No. <laughs> okay. Not not that would be listening to this. Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I, the, yeah, I don't think I like failed or, you know, nothing went like horribly wrong. I do remember like periods of crisis though. You know, just like. But you powered through. Yeah, I made, made it. it work. I made it. Had a good cry in the car. Yeah, there were a few. Uh, there were a couple of Mercury retrogrades that were pretty difficult. So. What does that mean? Everybody says that. Well, it's it's usually a period that's marked by the hallmark of a Mercury retrograde is communication errors. So, basically somebody mistaking something yeah, you said to them sure it could be a miscommunication between people uh it could be related to electronics mm. you know like for example like what i had happened to me recently i sent an email and somebody didn't receive it oh right you send a text and somebody doesn't get it uh some type of like miscommunication or just like a technological error you know also it's like a, a bad time to like do anything with electronics like you're looking at me like so skeptically. Yeah, I, I don't believe in any of this. I just, I, I this is why I have a problem with it because comedy guru Lee Kushner speaks <laughs> of Mercury retrograde often. Does he really? Oh yes. I see. He has me blocked on Facebook, and I don't know if that was an event of 2017 or 2018. I think it what was right you, on the border. How did you harm Lee? What was the? Well, remember he kept contacting me about some show that he kept talking oh, right, about, right. Yes, yes. and he essentially was describing to me the duties of like a producer or something, <laughs> or like a bringer type thing. Yeah. Both, probably. Like, there was just so many words. You know how, like, he just uses so many words? It's like an avalanche of words. And you're like, what are you trying to say? Mm. 
You know, I believe in like clear, precise communication. And I basically just straight up told him, I was like, look, if you're having a show and you want me to be on it, just tell me the, the time, place and the date. And he didn't like that. No, he no. thought I was insolent. Right. <laughs> Sounds like Lee. I mean, and he kept trying to say that he like, you know, he um I don't know what the fuck he wanted. He like wanted me to like get other comics on it. And I was like, I'm not gonna like trick people into doing something like this. And first there wasn't even even to begin begin with, there wasn't a venue and there wasn't a time slot. Oh yeah, it was just so a that vague, there's no show. <laughs> yeah. It was a vague idea of a show. Yeah, that it was a vague on. idea of a show, and he got so fucking offended. Yeah. That I wasn't interested in being associated with this vague idea that didn't even come to fruition. Lee setting up a show was one of my favorite things to be involved with because... Oh, Kushner Tonight? No, no, no. Oh. that Because that was mine. Was that last year or this year? 2018 such a blur. <laughs> I uh, think it was last year, I actually. think Kushner Tonight was... Because you posted a, a Facebook yes, it was memory of it. Yeah. And yeah, you called out Ethan Stanislavski. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was last year. That was a show that we did. It was supposed to be a talk show featuring Lee as the host. Right. And it was the probably the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. But <laughs> Lee is a very difficult man to work with, so yeah. I just couldn't get it going. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's listening to this. And in that case, I just want to say, Lee, you're a very sick man who has alienated everyone around you with your narcissism. So Lee is a comedy Godspeed. guru, and <laughs> I think everyone would be wise to heed his comedic advice. If he comes up to you at an open mic with notes, listen well. I've never seen him anywhere since the blocking. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a comic. He claims you know? that he gets excluded in that places right that's what it is he he gets excluded yeah just because right it's not because he's alienating people no it's not because he's behaving poorly (laughs) he's getting into fights over nothing on facebook yeah Yeah. not a fan um how did we get into lee gary kushner We were talking about Mercury, Mer- Mercury, oh, Mercury retrograde. But, so does he think that his life is negatively affected by Mercury retrograde? 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's all external factors for Lee. Oh, no. So, yeah. So for him, it's like to make an excuse. Right. For me, it, no, it's more like a, it's like an energy and karma thing, uh, I'd say. Yeah. He he believes it's curses and Mercury. Mercury I want to keep saying Mercury. Mercury retrograde that's neg- negatively affecting his existence. Right. Well, get help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could. What a cute laugh. Yes. Tell tell our listener. Listener, uh, Charles Disney indeed does have a cute laugh. Thank you. Do they know what you look like, though? Because <laughs> I don't like where <laughs> this is. Okay. Like I'm joking. Right. I'm joking. I can't wait till my next appearance on Not a Huge Fan next year. Yeah, in the new year. The controversy continues. We'll be back and badder than ever. Right. Well, I have some ideas for topics Great. that we'll work on. Send them along. Mm. We love we loved interesting topics. Great. On the show. Shall we get into our lists? Let's. <laughs> okay, so, I, so the way I frame this is like the best things of 2018 and the worst things of 2018. Sure. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, most people do like best movies, best television. Right. Uh, best books, best albums, fuck all that shit. This is, it's a mishmash. Yeah, 
I, I kind of had that mentality, sort of. Okay. Maybe more from my negatives, just their kind of general ideas. Should we do negatives first? I don't know. I think... <laughs> I think it's more, my preference is to do negative second because okay. I think that's more fun. You think it's more fun? Yeah. It's fun to shit on things. It's not okay. as much fun to praise them. Well, okay. No, I guess you're right. So best things of 2018. Uh, some of my favorite things are, um, I liked the midterms a lot. I was Oh, very, the elections? Yeah. I was, What's wrong with you? I was very... <laughs> no, they were actually weren't... Okay, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I think a lot of people were like being over dramatic. Well, and a lot histrionic. of people, a lot of people didn't. They kind of wanted this solid answer for. They wanted a, a tsunami of blue, yeah, basically. Which just, I mean, the structure of our electoral system just wasn't going to allow for that. Mm-hmm. But what did happen was we had incredibly high turnout, which has been my complaint for. Wasn't it like seventy something percent? I don't think it was that high, but it's. The highest it's been in like a hundred years. I think of I think in Colorado they had like really really high turnout. Yeah, though. and that yeah. was really that's been my beef for a long time. Is we have pretty shitty, I, even the turnout. I don't remember the exact percentages across the country, and it still wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But I'm always complaining about turnout because yeah. we have all these people that pretend to be active politically. Oh, we we all know about that. Yes, through one of our favorite websites. <laughs> Facebook.com. Okay, yes. go on. Yes. <laughs> we have a lot of people with a lot of opinions, but when it comes down to it, my the special election that happened earlier, I don't remember if it was the primary or the special election, but it was like one of them was 13% turnout in LA County and one was 20 I think it was the primary. Was that was the June one this year? I think the June one was the primary, right? I think mm-hmm. that was 20. Uh, yeah, was the primary. earlier yeah. special mm-hmm. election that was like 13. And I'm, mm-hmm. that's always been... Well, I'm looking at the... Uh, uh, the voter turnout in California for this past one. Oh wait, hold on. Well, this is for oh Los Angeles County. Hold on, keep talking. Oh, fifty-seven percent. Yeah, not amazing. Still low. Yeah, it's not. Was there's still ways to go, but I think that the importance of 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 turnout was really made clear. Right. And I'm hoping that's an ongoing trend. I just like the way a lot of the races turned out. I mean, it was amazing that Orange County flipped almost entirely Democratic. Um, so there was a lot of really positive engagement. I, I felt pretty good after this midterm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm okay with this. I think this. people were disappointed in the losses of uh, Beto in Texas. Yeah, well, that's on my negative list is the <laughs> is the uh, the weird politician worship oh well okay then what are you going to talk about gillum too i didn't know much about gillum Mm -hmm. i don't really have any strong opinions about that and florida's so shady that that, oh that wasn't the worst i've never even been there have you yes does it even exist yeah it's a real place okay (laughs) yeah it's definitely real florida's beautiful it's like it's there's humid the beach yeah it's very humid the beach it's so weird because it's just a strange, bizarre place, and it depends on where you are. But there's some really nice beach cities in Florida. Like it's, I can see why people live there. Sure. But there's also a ton of crazy ass bullshit that that sure. happens. Sure. The but state. then also, you know, somebody told me this recently. The reason why we see so many like crazy news stories about Florida, yeah, 
in uh, nationally is because they have some sort of like open court record system. Right. There yeah. Yeah. Where you can just like pull any court records you want and like find something insane. Yeah. There's like a real expo. It's not like there's a higher concentration well, no. of crazy people in Florida. Right. No. But the, the, the news reported out of there that would be fall under the category of like bizarre yeah. or odd is higher proportionally. Right. And that's why folks see, we educate people on this podcast. It's good. I like it. Yeah. So, so one of the good things was the midterm election. Yeah, I, I, I think everybody can take a lot of good news out of that. And also, um, locally in California, I felt like the the prop results. I mean, I did a whole episode on my podcast about. Um, we did a whole episode on our podcast oh, yeah, about the, the the propositions in California, and every one that I selected except one. Either yes or See, no. See, I'm going to bring up the bank one again because yes. I was against it, and yes. I'm still against it because the L.A. City Bank. Right? Why yeah. do we? We don't need that. We're 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 so pro bank and financial institution in this country. Why they're like killing us? Well, That's what's against us the most is banks. I agree, but this would be a a locally owned bank. Like it wouldn't be. So you don't think it would eventually grow to be some evil? I mean, it depends on how the power. legislation to create it is written, right? Mm-hmm. Like all all this did was include the ability to create a bank in the city charter. It hmm. didn't really do anything more than that. True. So it, I would have been curious to see what the process was for how it came together, but. I, I didn't I, I thought it was a good a good thing to explore. Right. Uh, well huh. that's nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. So look can I do my first good thing? Please. Uh so my I would say one of the highlights of my year was meeting John Mayer <laughs> at after the comedy store. After my roast bottle. And folks, not to brag, he did say hi to me before I said hi to him. Did you show him your phone? He saw it. Hmm. Yeah, he saw it. My my screensaver is always a photo of John Mayer. And at this time, it was a shirtless photo. You've seen it before, right? I certainly have. That's why I asked. Yeah. And he he did see it. And he said, am I always on your phone? (laughs) And I was like, yep. It's good to be honest. I hope I didn't scare him. I don't think I did. No, I did tell him. I'm sure he gets much worse. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, that's true. I, but I literally told him, I was like, I've seen you in concert like over 20 times, you know, and he just, you know, and his response was what he silence. He just hugged me. Wow. Just a nice embrace by John Mayer. Did he whisper your body is a wonderland? No, he did not. But you know, John Mayer gets a lot of hate. I don't, I get, yeah. People don't like him, I guess. I don't. I don't I, well, I think men don't like him because he's like a, you know, like a ladies' man, or he was. Right. You know, he kind of like had a. How does he look now in person? Oh my god. What is that? He's very sexy. Oh. <laughs> he's tall, dark, and handsome. Does he look like he's in good shape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tall and lithe. Hmm. Did he smell? You know, he smelled kind of neutral. He just smelled clean. Okay. You know. Yeah. Not too much. So he didn't have like a weird smell or anything. Yeah. The weird smell is the problem. Yeah. No. When guys wear too much cologne, I'm just like, "Mm -mm. get away from me. (laughs) I wish I had something more profound to say about that. But like when men smell like pungent, like with cologne and I hate that. There's a, there's an amount that I think men don't know is the optimal level. Well, I feel also do men not know. More is better. 
also when you're applying cologne or perfume one of the ways you're supposed to do it really is like you spray it in front of yourself and walk through it right have you done that uh i've done something similar okay yeah you're not supposed to just be like putting it on well, every, a, like... a lot of dudes like put it on their neck i feel uh, like they just spray it right so up there like, yeah she's gonna love this when she leans in <laughs> But then, but then they're walking into a room, and it's like a like a three foot radius of smell. Yeah, it's awful. Well, then you kiss somebody's neck, and you get the chemical taste in your mouth. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Wow, someone's doing some neck kissing. Hey, <laughs> that's that's my favorite part of my body to be kissed on the neck. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, definitely number one. What's the least? Oh God, I don't I don't really think about that. Where if somebody's kissing, you're like, no, let's stop that. Where do people normally kiss? Like on the mouth or on the neck or, you know. <laughs> I'm not getting nervous here. Okay. Just I'm asking. very ticklish though. Mm. Like I, and I kind of have a problem when, when guys are like. Scruffy. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Mm. No, I don't. Oh, that's that that's relevant to one of my good things that comes up later. Oh, say it now. Say it now. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saving it. Okay. It doesn't matter. But anyway, I just want to say that meeting John Mayer was great because it proved that my ex, who said I was too obsessed with John Mayer, this is what a guy I dated like ten years ago. Okay. He he said I was <laughs> the night before we broke up over the phone. He said your obsession with John Mayer is wow. unhealthy and guess what guess who's winning now who's right you showed him i did show him did you get a selfie with john mayer i did it's on instagram do you think that your ex saw it i hope so okay you're still facebook friends with him yeah well his mom saw it and uh ah, loved reacted there to you it go. then he saw it she's probably like updating him <laughs> on my life sometimes don't you think i'm sure i hope so Hi, Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. What's your What's your next good thing? Um, I since you just did a personal one, I guess I will also add a personal one. I stopped hosting open mics this year. Oh my god! Can we get a <laughs> slow clap? I also stopped, but I did, I made less of a big deal about it. <laughs> I didn't make. Did I make a big deal? You were like, "Well, I'm, I'm getting out of the game." You know, <laughs> it's like a big thing. Oh, that's mainly joking. Little pomp and circumstance. I know. It's all tongue in cheek. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I've i been hosting open mics, I think, nonstop for the past however many years. And I, I was just, uh, I just had enough. I'm done. Yeah. People are ungrateful. That's what I hate <laughs> the most is how the fucking ungrateful. And it's not like I don't need to be thanked. I don't need somebody to say, oh, I appreciate this so much. But the way that you get treated like you're a service employee mm-hmm. is infuriating. That's right. And people will talk to you as though their stage time is the most fucking important thing on the planet. And that would just get under my skin. I'm like, you know, I don't get paid to be here. You're not like putting money in my pocket. Oh, yeah. No. I'm doing you a yeah. favor. I mean, people are just entitled to stage time in general in LA like yes. they think they're you know how it goes they come here they think oh I'm gonna 
just going to blow the roof off this place. Right. And, you know, and it's mostly bombing. Yeah. Like when you get here, you know. Which is fine. As long as you treat it that way, mm-hmm. it's fine. But I just have these guys coming in, like hassling me. It's, it's like almost the end of the mic. Yeah. And there's already people there. Like, come on, man. I'm like, can't you go somewhere else? Yeah. And I feel and like not you, you my don't night? really even understand it until you've actually done it yourself. Yes. You know, you have to. I feel like there should be mandatory service. Yeah. For Let's hosting open it. mics yes. in Los Angeles County. If you move to LA from out of town, yes. you have to do a year hosting an open mic. Just a year? I think that Damn. I think all you need is a year. <laughs> I think it'll make you realize yes. what type of behavior you've been participating right. in. If uh, if I go to a mic and like there's too many people or the line is too long or I don't like the way it's being run, I'll just leave. I don't need to like yeah. force my will onto I'll just go somewhere else. It's fine. I don't yeah, we need don't, it. We don't that need to hear that. Bad. We do not need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a nice personal relief. Yeah. Just. I also that. stopped hosting uh, an open mic because of controversy. <laughs> but <laughs> of that's fine. That's what controversy was it? What happened? No, oh, you know. Have you told the I, story. I I can't really. I can't say names or anything. It's because I called somebody out for bad behavior, uh, and I had to disassociate myself with them. I see. Yep. I didn't. I got annoyed that people thought I was fired from the Hollywood Hotel open mic. There's a few people that were like, man. <laughs> How do you get fired? Exactly. For, and also, you were like the most responsible host I know. there. I would, it was people like, oh, I'm sorry to Who hear about that. Who would say that? Just sorry to hear d- about Dummies. <laughs> Stupid people. Wow. Yeah, Johnny Child kicked me think, out. Ha, like, who has ever been fired from hosting an open mic? Well, specifically, an open mic at the Hollywood Hotel. As I said, you would you could probably like murder someone there. Oh yeah, I feel like most people they just eventually like give up. Yeah, you know, it's tiring. It is tiring, especially if it's weekly. Yeah, I do miss that mic though. I had fun there. We had a good time. I was proud of the system that I set up. I think everyone in L.A. should adopt my system for running mics. We would all be much happier. The slotted list and then the the slotted and the in person sign up. Two great ways to do it. And then integrating them. Yes. You can plan ahead or you can show up and be ambitious and see what happens if you don't make the list. Yeah. So no more buckets. (laughs) No more. Let's let's get let's get this organized. I do have to say I have good bucket luck. It depends on where I am Mm. for my bucket luck. It's very up and down. I have it in a lot of places. (laughs) Okay. My next uh, best thing. Um, I would have to say uh, trips that I took to Seattle and Portland Ooh. this year. Okay. Is there a specific reason why? Well, you know, on one occasion I met a... Uh, no, there, okay, I met... <laughs> I don't want to... Folks! I'm a celibate woman now. Okay. Okay, and part of it is because of my... My early luck in the year. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so I achieved something that I never thought would be possible where, did I tell you this, that I ended up basically going on a date with a guy after one of my shows, after he was on a date with another woman at my show. Oh, I don't <laughs> think you you gave those specifics. Yeah, so nice. I performed at a show in uh, Tacoma. And we're at. Oh, it was. It's this place called Bob's Java Job. Oh, I've been there. Oh, you have. It's yes. like teapot shaped establishment. It's where uh, Nirvana had their very first allegedly, show. allegedly first paid show. Correct. Isn't that the? I, think so. I don't remember. <laughs> Clarification. Yeah. 
anyway, it's a cute place. You should all go. Uh, you know, an for, open mic there too. Oh, you did a mic there. Yes, this year. Uh, the end of last year it was. Oh, Christmas okay. Time. Well, it doesn't count. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. So yeah, I did a show there, and obviously, just like murdered the room, like crushed, and <laughs> as I do, right out of town. Yeah, just it's so it's so it's simple to do comedy out out of town, correct? If you know what you're doing. Um, so there was a couple there, and I thought they were like together, together, but they were talking to me after. Like the girl, like thought I was like really, really funny, and, but I noticed like she was kind of like she was like way too over interested in talking to me. What does that mean? She just seemed like so eager to talk to me implying she was a lesbian no 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 i I, she was off something was wrong with her right so i i ended up talking to the guy she was with she goes to the bathroom and i just ask him straight up like oh how long have you guys been dating and he goes oh this is only the second time i've ever met that girl and Mm. i was like oh really and he's like yeah i met her on tinder or bumble or one of those pieces of shit and (laughs) they were just like on a second date or something so she suggests that we all go to another bar to have a drink like someplace in like downtown tacoma or something okay so what's that face you're making he's making a face folks uh so i'm driving there you know this i this guy he finds me on instagram so that's how we're like we're like messaging on instagram and he tells me, he's like, oh, that girl got out of my truck at a red light. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and so in my mind, what I think happened was that she noticed that he was very interested in talking to me. Perked up. Right. And he and she like freaked out about it. It was like, oh, like this is like a situation like she was jealous or something. Mm. So anyway, we ended up uh, going to an Indian casino <laughs> and gambling and drinking. You stole that girl's man. I did. I've never done that before. What doing a bucket comedy. list item. Yes. You know, doing comedy. It look, I, I charmed a man. Okay. Not bragging. Yeah. That's quite an accomplishment. After he had a nice house too. Oh. So Do you have a beard? He owned it. Was he bearded? He did have a beard. Okay. There was another guy, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> see i had a good i had a good first half of the year yeah a good track record with men the first half of the year and i met a, a different guy in seattle i don't want to say the timeline on the, <laughs> on this but i Separately. actually you know it actually turned out pretty sadly uh because <laughs> i really liked the second guy is this the reason you were crying in your car probably i was i yeah i cried over this guy because oh. i was i was really attracted to did him. he have a beard he did. A very cute one. How old were these men? Uh ooh, the first one? I'm not I mean, they're both in their thirties. Oh, I think the first one was my same age. Okay. I think he was thirty or thirty one. Wait, do I say my age on my podcast? <laughs> and then the other guy was like thirty six. Okay. I date a lot of thirty sixers, <laughs> I've noticed. For a long time now. Like I've been with guys who were thirty six. Like, <laughs> slowly like, approaching. Yeah, like, no, like, I've dated guy, multiple guys who have been 36 years old from, like, the age of, like, 26 (laughs) to now. Does that make sense? Yes. Why? I don't know. I think that 30s, mid-30s is, like, a 
decent age. None of them are ready. None of them are ready for really? a serious thing. None of them are ready to get married. I assume or they were established by that point and just kind of had <sighs> you their would hope. together. You would hope. I guess not. A lot of man chi- children in the world. Gen- yes, I think I think it's this generation. I'm not sure what it is. It's hard to say. There's something in I don't the air. To generalize. Something in the water. Maybe. Okay, yeah. I know but pl- anyway, pl- Brandon, call me Ooh. if you. Uh, <laughs> <Is he the laughs> you know what? I just just put it out there. Give he's me, listening. Give me a text. I don't think he's listening. Did he ghost you? I thought he did, but. <laughs> Is he orbiting he you? Have you read the new New York oh, Times? Oh, orbiting. I did read that fucking article and it pissed me the fuck off because that's been happening my entire life. <laughs> like, why are we calling it that? Yeah, I, It's just people lurking, isn't yes. it? It's just My lurking. understanding of orbiting, too, was that my friends that have used orbiting in the past, they use it to... Is it just keeping track of people on social media or something? Yes. Okay. It's But it's, it's like just showing them that you're looking at them. But whereas... Orbiting, what my friends told me was orbiting. Could, it, could orbiting come in the form of somebody occasionally liking one of your Facebook posts? Yes. But not like a lot of them. That's you know what orbiting. I mean? It's like once in a while. It's yes. like give it the like. Yes. Okay, Brandon, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> mm, he's so There's also sexy. breadcrumbing. <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah. I've had that for many years. Is that when somebody like gives you like just enough oh, to keep the it's it's the never enough going. for me. It's never enough for me. Right. Yeah. But orbiting like we we talk about orbiters at my job mm-hmm. and we refer to them as like men that will hang around like attractive women at work. Sure. And just kind of just always try to sit with them at lunchtime and have these really dreary conversations but they can't they don't have any game they can't really like convert this into a romantic thing so they're just like hey blah, 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 blah. are they nerds yes very okay, nerdy okay so that's what we always are you of them like hot though no all the attractive oh, men at my job have, they're all married they or have girlfriends, girlfriends. Or- of course or whatever else that's how it always works you know when i when i'm lurking around the office and i see a cute guy chances are he's taken anybody put together in our office is of course yeah and it's all it's all the guys that like have conversations about so you think you think orbiting can be in person and online no i I think the whole concept is different Uh, we refer to orbiting as like pointlessly orbiting a a object of attraction, mm-hmm. but not really doing anything about it. Whereas this is like somebody you have some, the, the Orban in New York Times described as somebody that you had something with mm-hmm. and is ended for whatever reason, but right. they're still circling ha! you. You know, speaking of which, <laughs> did I tell you what happened to me recently? I don't know. I had a young man who happens to be 36 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so uh, I got, I received a text from a contact I had saved as garbage bag <laughs> in my phone, and I and I had no idea who it was because they wronged me obviously many moons ago. Right. Okay, and um, so I responded. I was like, "Who is this?" And he's like, "Is this Heather?" I was like, "Yeah, who are you?" And then he goes, "Do you remember? Uh, do you remember?" <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say his name. But he was like, do you remember an asshole DJ? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. It was a guy I dated like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was I was, I was, was shocked that he reached out to me. Sometimes you stay in people's minds. Oh, really? Me? I'm, in general. In general, but yes. right, yeah. 
I made an impression, right? Is he still garbage bag in your phone, or has he? Been oh, upgraded? you know, he can earn that right at some point, but technically, he is yes. <laughs> I he yeah. I mean, I will change it, you know, eventually if things heat up. Sure. I mean, I, in I'll be honest. I don't. He's not listening to this, but <laughs> I I doubt any guy I've ever. Well, except for you know who. I'm sure he's listening to every every episode. Um, but I doubt like Voldemort. yeah no i don't this guy's probably not listening to this but um yeah no i kind of like because i've never been the type of person who like closes a door entirely where like i like if somebody wants to reach out to me i'm not a ghoster you know i'm not like rude about stuff like that sure you know unless it's somebody who like was horribly like you know abusive or like terrible you know what i mean yeah so i was open to talking to him and we we met up last weekend and we're going out again this wow week. yeah garbage bag back in the game <laughs> who knows Are those his initials gb his name like no his his, his his real name is initials but i will not say it okay. on here all right fair enough yeah good for garbage so bag. yeah but the orbiting and the uh yeah i hope the guy in seattle texts me soon is orbiting are you listening to this <laughs> <laughs> is he still orbiting? Is he still throwing yeah. a like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Thro- throws it a like once in a while. Yeah, he's orbiting. You think so? It sounds you like think it. he's thinking about me? Why else would he be doing that? <sighs> I have a great pussy. If, when, ah! I'm, <laughs> when I'm done with somebody, I don't, I don't I lurk. Have a, I think, like... I, like. I mean, I lurk. I just don't You know, I had sex know. on New Year's. Did wow. I tell you this? I think so. That should have been one of my fucking... <laughs> okay, new best thing. You had sex on New Year's. Sex on New Year's. It was, and it was good. In the mansion? No, that's a different time. I had sex. <laughs> See, I had a good first half of 2018. Yeah, things are looking up. But I haven't had sex since June. Wow. Yeah, it's because, you know, sometimes you got to close for business right. when when the men aren't behaving. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I someone made love to me on New Year's. And um, I mean, if I, you know, you know when a grown man is like... You know they're about to cry because your pussy's so good. <laughs> That's what it was like. So that wow. was another highlight. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, I I program uh, documentaries for the Dance of the Films Festival. Right. Yeah. I'm in a feud with somebody from that. You still? No. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, we did do an episode about the film festival that I program movies for and mm-hmm. we've voted at one of our worst episodes. So maybe it's not good to talk about it on podcast, but there was some very good indie documentaries that we showed and uh, I like them a lot and I still think about them. And I mean, I can talk about movies I love from this year, but I'd rather talk about stuff that people haven't heard of. And the two that I would encourage everyone to check out are called father's kingdom. And father's kingdom is a documentary about father divine, who was a, a preacher and civil rights leader in the 30s through the 60s. And he had a very radically integrated congregation, white and black people, mm-hmm. uh, very socially progressive. Mm-hmm. They were fed and housed and, and clothed. But he was also a cult leader because Uh-oh. he called himself God and he told every, all of his followers he was the living incarnation of God. And uh, he made weird culty demands on them. They had to be celibate. They couldn't create any new right. followers. So now it's a bunch of old people living in his house. And the documentary is about... And where are they? Where, where do they live? Yeah. In Pennsylvania. 
And like this giant... And, wait, sorry. What is this documentary called? It's called Father's Kingdom. So is it already out? Yeah, it, it, it's on the festival circuit. I don't know what its distribution status okay. is, but if you go to fatherskingdommovie.com, I think it's So it's there. all like a bunch of old people with their sexual organs dried up. Yeah. They- <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's so strange. It's But it's a great... It, it's, such, it's such an interesting movie because he has this really... Powerful. But a really good side. Like he did a lot of good work. He was very... Um, he was protesting against the Nazis well before we enter World War II. Um, he had a, a congregation, like I said, that was completely Wait, integrated. Wait, is this guy alive? No, he's dead now. He died in the 60s. Oh, he died in the 60s. But they still, his wife lived until like the 2000s and they would still like see. They seat. adhered to. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they still are. They're still living in this house following the dictates of. He didn't uh, have children. Uh, he did. He, so he was alive. Yeah, of fuck. course. Yes, of course. <laughs> right. Like, like, yeah. any, like any good cult leader. He, right, of course. So do as I say, not as I do. And then the other one uh, I'd encourage people to check out is At the Drive In, which is a very slice of lifey documentary about a drive in theater, uh, I think also in Pennsylvania. And uh, it was very moving. And I, I, I cried both times that I watched it. It was mm. uh, so good. So I don't even know if those will be distributed, but they show up on Netflix or wherever. You should definitely see them. They're well worth checking out. Yeah. Those were big highlights for me uh, film-wise this year. That's good. Well, let let me get into my film highlights. Yes. I actually think 2018 was a better year for film than last year. Uh, I feel like the last few years I've been very disappointed, especially in prestige films. Right. Um, but this year, you know what I've noticed is that a lot of films are taking on a very strong feminist angle, right? A lot of strong female characters. Uh, so some of the some of the movies that I felt embodied that were uh, Widows. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that. I've seen nothing. You've seen nothing. Did you see A Simple Favor with no. uh, Blake Lively and no. uh, Anna Kendrick? Let me just say, I hated Anna Kendrick until I saw this movie. Wow. She, she really, turned you around. Yes, I. She changed me in this film. She is annoying. <laughs> I do find myself yeah. irritated. What's the one she's in with George Clooney that's almost unbearable? Is it Up in the Air? Yes. What about the he's like he lays people off yeah. from airlines or something. She's just so I don't know. There's something aggravating. Something about, about her mouth bothers. Yes. Me. <laughs> yes. She's like a. Is it yeah. an underbite? Or is it a, it's some sort of... But it's also her disposition. Issue. It's just like, I don't know. Well, I'll see this movie, maybe. It, it was good. It's a dark comedy, which I feel like doesn't... Those don't get made enough anymore. No. You know, it's it, a hard genre to sell. Like, people don't really like their comedies dark. Well, I feel like they used to. I feel like dark comedy was big in the 80s yes. and early 90s. Yeah. And then something changed. Yeah, we... There was kind of this institution of more broad, improv style comedy, which doesn't lend itself to being dark. Right. It was more about like, you know, dudes hanging out. And sure. Being well, absurd. yeah, like film comedies were just so much better in the 80s. Sure. You know, I don't, I, they've not really been done. It's, it's Judd Apatow's fault. Then. It's 100%. It is. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Because his movies, like, they're comedies, but they're also, like, too dramatic. Well, and- Judd Apatow got very self-indulgent. And his early comedies, I think, are fine and functional, but like knocked up and forty year old. Yeah, children. but yeah. they just got like, like worse and worse and worse. And by the time they're this very is, long, yes, long over and, two hours or something. And he lets his what it, I think it's this is forty, and there's a scene in the principal's office with like Melissa McCarthy 
and Paul Rudd and what's his wife's name? Leslie. Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann. And Melissa McCarthy is just allowed to run free and do annoying improv. Sure. And it stops being funny. There's this character saying absurd things. But it doesn't have a connection to them as like characters. Right. So you're like, oh, look at the actors saying absurd things mm-hmm. in the scene. And I that really like infected filmmaking comedy wise oh, for a long the, time. The annoying character. Yeah, but not even but just completely removed from character work. It's just like, oh, I'm just gonna ghost the Ghostbusters remake is a prime oh example. My God. I'm just we're just gonna say crazy stuff and it sometimes it's connected to our characters and sometimes it's not, but we're being crazy improv. I still people. think about how bad that movie was. It's dreadful. Yeah, and I hate that people pretend to like it for political it, does reasons. Does anybody pretend? Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. Like people actually, actually, you know what? But I feel like there's some comedians I know who who said it was funny, and it makes sense to me because they're not funny. So <laughs> maybe they're sincere. <laughs> maybe they are. Maybe they are being sincere. Oh, what's another movie? Like the favorite? You didn't see that? Mm-hmm. The new Yorgos Lanthimos movie. I keep hearing good things. About yeah. It. So that movie it stars um, Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, and Olivia Coleman, and okay. they were they were all amazing. Like, I could see them all getting Oscar nominations. Um, and then, oh, I saw Mary Queen of Scots. How was that? That was, a very, that was good, too. Except, you know, there are some, like, historical inaccuracies, sure. you know. But um, overall, I thought it was very good. And Saoirse Ronan was really great. Margaret Robbie was good, too. But, you know, she fucked up her face for this. Because, you know, did you know Elizabeth had smallpox at some point? Right. So her face was all like pocked. So I guess that's why she later she would wear like all that thick makeup. The white makeup. Yeah. yeah. Poor lady. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not really that. No, she wasn't like, you know, she was living in opulent wealth yeah, she at was that fine. time. She, you know. she did fine by herself. They showed her doing some arts and crafts. Oh, good. Because, you know, they actually did show like things that people would like do like to like pass time there because that was something when i was a kid i would always think about like what did you do back then (laughs) did you ever think about that yeah you'd wonder i wonder what what i did in the 80s and 90s now like i'll I'll be sitting i'll be sitting i'm like how did i pass time at all (laughs) i have so many distractions available to me i can't even imagine just like sitting in my house that's true did you play outside a lot when you were a kid though well i lived in arizona so we didn't do a lot of outside playing because it was often very terribly hot we did a lot of swimming yeah in the summer or year round uh in the summer did you have a pool at your house no there was one down the street that's nice like a community pool yeah mm. it's like the local neighborhood pool that's nice oh. yeah no i played outside a lot when i was a kid yeah it's very clean. and then something changed uh video games came into, ah, the, <laughs> into the i i wasn't a big video game person though my sister was more than me my parents wouldn't let me have a video game system oh really yeah, we're not allowed no nintendo oh no we had a nintendo and then later we had the playstation and all that stuff. I have a very strong memory. We used to rent the video game systems for like a weekend. My dad would relent <laughs> and, and go to yeah. Blockbuster and get like a Genesis or whatever. Oh, yeah. I remember you can rent those. Yes. Yeah. Not anymore, but at the time. Right. And one night I was up to like three in the morning playing something mm-hmm. in that in our like back room. And I snuck back into my bedroom and... I guess my dad woke up because he came to my door and he's like, were you, did you just go to bed? 
And I was like, no, I've, <laughs> I've been in bed. I've but been in bed. Stupid me. I had, my bed behind me was still made, making my bed fucked up my night. So mm-hmm. my dad went back and he put his hand on the video game system to see if it was warm. And then I got grounded because it was. Wow, your dad sounds uh, kind of like mine. Yeah. Strict, a little strict. And very, very cunning. Very knowledgeable in the way. Oh, that your dad was cunning. He could. Mine be. was not. Let's see, I, I, I outwitted him often. I, I outwitted my parents sometimes, but my dad could be cunning and crafty. It would depend on what it was. Wow. And in that case, he definitely put two and two together. No, no, no. Like I'm, he wasn't I'm a, sleeping. I'm a great wit. <laughs> I think. Any other movies that you uh, <sighs> loved? Mm, uh, what was in my uh? What was the other one I wanted to bring up? Oh, Roma. I think Roma is probably... I I think Roma will probably win Best Picture. Did you see it in the theater? Or I did. I did see it in the theater. Is it worth seeing in the theater versus... It's on Netflix. Oh, now. definitely. I don't. I could not imagine watching it like on a <laughs> computer at home. Like it's just so like cinematic and right. special. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll go see it in the theater. And it, also, it's none of this, like, bullshit. Like, it's not... It's You know how, like, so many movies are just, like, feeding you bullshit? Yeah. Like, this movie, it's about, like, life and the realities of life and how things can be hard and easy at the same time. And just, like, you know, it's about a year in the life of a, of a, a family in Mexico and the servants who... Um, servants? Well, yeah, I guess that's right. They are servants. The help. <laughs> yeah so i guess that's it for uh films for mm. me when we went on to another one mm-hmm. uh this is back to politics but i love mm-hmm. ocasio cortez i'm a okay uh, i'm happy that she's in congress yeah and we have a lot of new women in congress right now yeah she's the most famous one um i just like that Somebody like her is there. We've talked about this on my podcast quite often. We both, Isaac and I both like Ocasio-Cortez and think that it's it's good to have that voice in Congress and to have that much attention focused on her. Right. And it's fun to watch how annoyed that she makes. Yeah, it's just refreshing there's somebody in there who doesn't come from this like silver spoon fed background. Yes. It's good that she's like a waitress it's good that she's young. It's good that she's a woman. It's good she's a woman of color. Like there's just a lot of goodness about this yeah. person being a focus of attention and power. Yeah. And I've been very pleased to see that. And yeah. I'm hoping that, that Yeah, I really feel like feminism like really won in twenty eighteen, to be honest. Right. Like it's there's been some big strides. Yeah. Know? And this is like a real stride yeah this is like not bullshit right fake yeah uh you know performative i can't stand though like the like how mean people are to her on twitter yeah but she can what's great about her is that she speaks the language of twitter so she can push she's it young. back yes right. she's knowledgeable enough to to not worry about getting owned because she can snark right back at at these people in ways that I would be like I'd fucking collapse if I had that many people throwing shade at me all the time on Twitter oh yeah 
Yeah, probably not. But no, I I I can't I can't handle it if one person. I remember earlier this year when I did a roast battle and somebody, some British comedian who I've never heard of, who's a fucking loser because his, <laughs> his Twitter ratio is so terrible. Yeah. I think he's like following like over six hundred and he has like a hundred followers. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, he like he 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 uh, wrote. What's his on name? The, I don't. I don't name know. Names. I think it's Lee something, no. but I'm not sure. But who cares? Ni- Nigel. <laughs> that's, a, that's something British. No. But anyway, he like he he wrote on the uh, the Periscope for Rose Battle, be like, this battle was trash overall, and I <laughs> screenshotted it and then I tweeted at him, being like, uh, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "And who are you even?" You know, and and he was like, "Oh, I'm someone who didn't uh, pay attention to the Periscope comments when I battled." He like had he's done one battle mm. here in the U.S., which is like we nobody knows who you are, right? Um, Maybe I'll. See yeah, him but when like I'm... I love doing that. It's just like calling it. Like I called out. Uh, uh, there was a young kid who who wrote this bitch is gonna be trash and i and i screenshotted that and tweeted it at him and i was like did your parents teach you how to speak like this and he immediately blocked (laughs) you know what what a brave young man you know satisfying to get blocked yeah well oh because he probably like freaked out yeah yeah, but I would rather him like double down and be like, "Yeah, you're a fucking cunt." You sure. know, <laughs> that's what it's. He see, here's the thing about me in 2018. I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> no boyfriend, no husband, no children. I'm out here in Los Angeles alone. Try me. Yeah, I'm willing to go to prison if I must. <laughs> Come at me, bro, as we used to say. Exactly. I'm not afraid of four you. Four years ago, I am not afraid. Okay, let's move on. All right. Uh, good concert year. Mm. Uh, so some of the concerts I enjoyed this year, I saw John Mayer with Dead and Company oh. at Dodger Stadium. Did uh, you? Was this before or after? Long after. Okay. This, like, trust me, if I had a way to like get VIP tickets from him, I would have done. Sure. <laughs> Maybe next year. We'll see. Um, so that was a good one. I saw the Eagles. Mm. That was a bucket list item. I saw the Eagles at the Forum. That was pretty good. Do you like the Eagles? Not really. Do you like concerts? I like them not very often. I have to really want to go see. Because I hate people and I hate being around people at concerts. Okay. So. I like concerts. I, I saw. I went to two concerts this weekend also. I went to see on Saturday. I saw Fleetwood Mac. Nice. And last night I saw Childish Gambino. Wow. Crazy, right? It's quite the combo. I have a, I have a, a very eclectic musical taste. Have you seen that mashup of the This Is America video with Call Me Maybe? No. And you know when the big beat hits in Call Me Maybe, mm. when the chorus kicks in? It's exactly when he shoots the guy in the <laughs> back of the head. Everybody <laughs> should look that up. Look up okay. This Is America, Call Me Maybe. Okay. It's fantastic. Okay. I'll look it up. It's it's in time for like the first two minutes. It's mm. great. I, did you do your... How many best things did you do? Uh, this one, last one will be number five. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I I went to a concert this year, shockingly. I went to go see Andrew WK at the Fonda, and it was fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah. You w- did talk about this. love Andrew WK. He released an album this year, which He's is also excellent. He's very positive. Yes, extremely positive yeah it's always shocking to people that i like his music and i like his weird mythology there's this long article in 
remember if it was Vice, but... Is he from New York? Yes. Okay. There's been long rumors that Andrew WK was replaced by a different person. And there's okay. <laughs> th- this article basically suggested the hypothesis that all these weird rumors and everything else have all been created by him just as a long-term marketing pl- ploy, which you is know, fun. I wouldn't... Uh... That's cool. <laughs> but his album, You're Not Alone, is excellent. Yeah. I, I, I love that album. Okay, so people should download that. If they want. If they like Andrew WK. He's not for everybody. Some people don't like him and criticize my enjoyment of his music. Well, fuck it. Okay. Let me do my last best thing. Uh, 90 Day Fiance on TLC. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reality show that we all should be watching. Folks, if you feel pathetic, once you watch this show you will feel that no more because <laughs> a lot of the people on the show are pathetic. <laughs> okay. Cause do you know the premise of the show? It's like, uh, uh mail order brides, right? Uh, Basically, it's more of. complicated than that. So it's an American who either like went on a trip abroad or they met somebody online mm-hmm. who lives in another country and you know maybe they've met sometimes they haven't which just makes for the better ones right, you know if, if you haven't met the person this is going to be premium entertainment <laughs> um yeah so there's something called a k1 visa yes where a fiance visa yes a fiance visa where your fiance if you're engaged to be married can come to the united states for 90 days right and if you don't get married before the 90 days are up they got to go, baby. <laughs> they got to get out of here. And my favorite couple, uh, they've appeared in both season four and season five, is Ozan, who is from Morocco, and Nicole, who is from Bradenton, Florida. <laughs> and she's like a chubby white girl. And he's this like, he's he's like, he's like a pretty cut body. Right. And you're like, what's going on here? Like the attraction. And I hate saying that. Like, I'm not saying she's unattractive. Like she is a cute girl. But like the the mismatch between them. Significant. Right. So you're like, what the fuck is going on here? I think he's like totally scamming her because he never even like comes to america like i'm I'm not in i'm in season five right now i'm i have a few episodes left but he still hasn't been to america (laughs) and they've been on both seasons nice yeah and then what's another couple i like oh um elizabeth and andre uh andre is this tall moldovan guy like it's like it used to be a soviet country yeah and he's very handsome and very manly like he like talks about how he you know goes fishing with his bare hands like he just seems like very like if he if he got dropped in the middle of the woods he'd be fine you know and then elizabeth is this little like uh firecracker feminist girl and um you know her dad like doesn't like andre because like he's he's like how are you gonna support my daughter but you know they're both alpha males and i think what he has realized is that his daughter is basically marrying a version (laughs) of himself and he doesn't like that so interesting uh that there's your favorites are both the ones where the man is foreign and the woman is an american Oh, yeah. I, well, the ones where the man is American and the woman They're is They're just 100% foreign, pathetic, right? The man. It, it depends. There's a lot of creeps. Yeah. There was a Mark and Nikki on season two, I believe, where Mark was a 58-year-old man and Nikki was a 19-year-old girl from wow. the Philippines. Nice. <laughs> and his... See, the thing about that one was that his first wife was uh, Filipina. Oh. And he had three kids with her, and then she like left him basically, and he's so fucking bitter about it. 
And uh, basically, he just he went to the same exact city in the Philippines where his first wife was from and found Nikki. <laughs> Replacement model. Yeah, except she's like a child, basically. Right. 19 and you're 58. Like, that's... Come on. Yeah, a lot of the men, like, you know, I think a lot of the foreign women, they'll... Because I don't know how this is still happening, but I guess a lot of people still have a view of America as being, like, a good place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's funny when... But this is more like the women who come from Asian countries or, like, Eastern European places where they're like they think it's gonna be like so amazing and they get there and like oh you're like broke yeah, like <laughs> you know? living in florida yeah exactly yeah. so tampa that's, that's my last good thing great 